Hi, this is Kim Davis, and welcome to another one-on-one podcast. And today I have with me David Giovanno. Hey, Kim. And uh, you're the new CEO of Impact Radius. I am. Second week. Second week. So we've caught you really fresh to the company. That's right. But you're not new to the industry, are you? You've no, been around no. a while. Now I came into the industry end of 99, uh, joined ValueClick uh, before they went public, started consulting for them originally, and then joined full-time, I think, in March uh, 2000. And crazy time back then. It was still part of the, the dot-com uh, boom in a good way. Um, things were growing fast. We were one of the last companies to, to make it out public. Um, but, you know, in less than a year after I joined, you know, the market, you know, kind of busted, essentially. Right. You had a lot of hype, um, a lot of uh, business models that, that couldn't last. Um, and so, you know, I joined as a product person and really went to work on figuring out how to build a real product, like quality, into what we were selling, essentially. It was really important that uh, companies that were selling media, selling advertising to advertisers, that it generated business results, and it was amazing how many companies didn't do that. And, you know, we had some successes in the early days. It was getting our products to work for credit card companies, even casino companies. And, you know, it wasn't sexy business back then, but you know what? It, it generated millions and millions a month in yeah. revenue, but they were running real businesses based on uh, the advertising product we were selling. Uh, we were a cost-per-click ad network at the time. And we'd gone public. We had good financial discipline, one of the few that did, and... Uh, over the course of uh, 16 or so years, ValueClick went on to acquire 16, 17 companies. Correct. Uh, some we integrated, some we didn't. Um, but it was a, a real success story uh, in the industry. It's one of the few companies that was at it for as long as it was and, and had a good uh, exit. They uh, got acquired by Alliance Data Systems recently, mm-hmm. last year, $2.3 billion. So, you know, it took 16 years to get there. But, um, you know, I think that was a, a good... Uh, a good exit for the company, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I took a bit of a, um, you know, a, um, you know, I guess a step in between my time with, mm-hmm. with ValueClick where I, uh, in 2008, when the housing market was crashing, um, decided to take a new role with uh, Gigia, a social technology company right. based in Silicon Valley. Valley. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was back in the, if you can imagine, that was back when MySpace was the number one social <laughs> network. Right. It was just before Facebook rolled out the news feed and really disrupted that whole space. Uh, we had a, a pivot, as, as a lot of startups do, to a, a SaaS-based company. So that was my yes. first experience with SaaS. And essentially what we had created was a suite of applications that made a site social. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was, was based on Facebook Connect and those sorts of technologies where instead of creating a whole new profile with the websites that you would visit, uh, you would you know, kind of tap into an existing uh, profile and then ultimately feed. You know, so when you were engaging with a site, you can like something. And that would get shared back to your feed and your friends would see it. And that would drive social-based traffic back to the site. So our key message to publishers then was social was becoming the next search, right? All the investments you've made in in SEO especially, you need to start making those same investments in in social. And we're a company that's going to kind of help you do that right. Uh, So our claim to fame at the time, we we created the the like button and the whole set of reactions seven years before (laughs) Facebook rolled those out. So we were definitely on to the right track. And... That company is continuing to go, go on to do great things, and they're doing well. Uh, but I did leave that company once I got them on the right track to rejoin ValueClick. Mm-hmm. Um, CEO Jim Zarley has been a great you know, mentor and, and uh, uh, leader with me over the years, and he was kind of anxious to re-engage with the company and, and, and get committed to 
uh, an aggressive uh, corporate development program and finally integrating a lot of the assets that we had accumulated over the years and um, you know really kind of convinced me to come back and, and execute on that plan and so right. I returned to lead the uh, the technology group um, where we had developed a tech management product, an attribution product, uh, a data management platform. These are all things that kind of stitched together all of the businesses within ValueClick. Uh, I was also responsible for the international media business, uh, the ad serving business, and we rebranded uh, from ValueClick to Conversant. Mm -hmm. And so over the course of that three years that I uh, had come back to, to ValueClick, we um, yeah, I think executed well and uh, acquired a couple more companies, put it together, and. And I think that's what led to the acquisition with ADS. Right, right when that was happening, uh, the leadership role with Marin Software came up, mm -hmm. uh, and so that looked interesting. They were literally um, one building uh, next to me, so it was kind of convenient to where I was based in San Francisco. Uh, I didn't have that uh, experience in my repertoire just yet. That was paid search. Uh, that was kind of what one uh, area of, of uh, internet marketing that. Um, you know, I was kind of anxious to learn more about. Mm -hmm. So Marin Software, a public company, had some different challenges. They were burning a lot of cash. You know, technology was a bit outdated um, and just needed, you know, they'd just gone public, but it was kind of missing that that next generation of, I guess, leadership to kind of really develop the strategy, you know, get them, you know, in, in a better financial situation. So uh, got them from a situation where they were losing more than $25 million a year in cash. We got them to cash flow positive in about a year and a half. Uh, we had to go to work on rewriting a large part of their back-end technology set. We had to move them from uh, basically this LAMP MySQL stack to the Hadoop and, and set of big data technologies that was needed to kind of keep up with uh, the things in search. And, um, you know, uh, help them develop a strategy that was going to help them go from, you know, being a leader in just paid search technology to going cross-channel. So we had acquired... A social ad management platform, Social Move. We had acquired um, Perfect Audience, a DSP, and Display, and we were trying to make those products work well together based on you know the eight billion in, in search spend that we were managing with uh, developing audiences uh, across channel. So anyway, that's it's a lot, but you know that's that's but it's, it's a very deep and also broad background mm -hmm. in these technologies. But yeah. the the theme I detect all the way through is performance, ensuring mm -hmm. that your campaigns, your ads are performing yes. as you'd hope and expect, which brings us to the present day and your role at Impact Radius. Mm -hmm. And the other little bit of history we have to fill in quickly before we talk about some of the topics is Impact Radius and Forensic. Yes. For people listening in, that's Forensic with an IQ at the end. Mm -hmm. It may be familiar to some <laughs> of our listeners. Those two companies came together recently. Yes. So what yes. was that about? Well, first of all, how, how I came to know Impact Radius was through Per Patterson. He's the original founder, CEO of Impact Radius. I got to know Per when ValueClick acquired Commission Junction. I can't remember the year exactly. Maybe it was 2003, 2004 timeframe. Um, but uh, you know, that was his first uh, like big company in, 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 in digital marketing. Uh, and you know, we've kept in loose touch over the years. He stuck around for, stuck around for maybe a, a year after that acquisition. Uh, and we, we checked in at different times. Like Perry has gone on to have other successful ventures with Savings.com and WePoint, and you know we always kind of kept kept up to speed on those developments. But timing was never right on my end to right. to do more with him. <clears throat> I left Marin Software at the end of August. You know, Perry had reached out and said, "Hey, I want you to take a look at what we got going on." It kind of st started with 
you know, possibly joining the board and, you know, spent two to three months with Perry and the team and uh, really got fired up about how, how big this opportunity was and yeah. you know, felt it made sense to, uh, to join the company. Impact Radius, just to give you a little background on that company, you know, really got started in the performance marketing segment. Uh, it's really the next generation of affiliate marketing technologies as I look at okay. it. Right? You've got the established affiliate marketing uh, networks like Commission Junction, Link Shares, Trade Doublers. They've been around since 99. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they haven't really innovated much since. They've gone on to be part of bigger companies. And I think you know that's typically the, the course uh, that happens is that you, for whatever reason, slow down on, on uh, innovation. I think Pair and the original... Commission Junction team took some time off, right? They sold Commission Junction to ValueClick, had um, gone on over the course of three, four years to do some other things, got together and said, all right, if we had to redo this um, business based on everything that we know, how people buy and sell now, let's take a look at the latest and greatest technologies that are out there. How would we you know, do this better? And that's, that was really the kind of start of uh, Impact Radius, or a product that we call Partner Manager uh, within uh, Impact Radius. And, you know, one of the, the, the first things that they acknowledged was, <clears throat> you know, the partners are well-known, typically. Like, yeah. like, like affiliate programs are, are well-established with most of the big brands. They know who their partners are. They don't necessarily need a network that is taking a very high take rate to, to manage the program fully. What they really need is, is a better technology product that allows them to kind of manage those relationships directly okay. with, with, yes. with, with you know, just a better intuitive interface that they're working with, you know, a technology-based, a SaaS-based solution to help them do that, uh, better reporting capabilities, better uh, uh, tracking capabilities, which is where this company started, um, the flexibility for uh, managing different conversion payouts, you know, deduping, you know, things like between coupon sites. I can go on and on and on about, about how Impact Race has created a better product, but it was really about enabling a transparent, direct connection between the brand and the partner. Right. And that was the problem that they solved. And there were other things around attribution and, and uh, tracking that I mentioned. And so that really led to um, the start of Impact Radius, how they were solving for fraud, specific mm-hmm. to, to affiliate. And I think what, you know, some of the innovation that they're doing with Impact Radius in addressing the performance marketing space really led to a much broader strategy across other channels. And so the first that um, they detected uh, was the idea of discovery or recruiting new affiliates. And as a technology SaaS-based or not a full-service managed uh, network sort of, sort of business like a CJ or, or, or LinkShare, they knew that at some point they needed to go beyond you know, just enabling a direct connection. You know, if we could automate the recruitment of, of new partners, okay. that would add value. That led to the acquisition of 5IQ. Mm-hmm. Right? This is a... It's automated SaaS software that has over 800,000 partners in their directory. And we've been weaving that into the Impact Radius uh, Partner Manager product to enable um, clients of Impact Radius to not just manage their known partners directly, but also help them discover new partners. Presumably quality partners where you can have transparency about performance and to know that it's a worthwhile relationship. That's right. In a month or so, we've got... A new feature releasing where it's a recommendation engine for finding these parts. So based on your criteria of your programs, you know, you don't want coupon code sites. You want uh, things in a certain geographic region. Mm -hmm. You want, you know, certain ad formats, like no email, for example. So based on, 
you know, some of those criteria, we can make recommendations also based on volume and just, you know, a detective fit uh, between your program and those partners. Um, the other thing that we were solving within the partner management space was, um, was attribution, specific to affiliate. <clears throat> Very important in the affiliate space. I saw it uh, firsthand was at Value Click with Commission Junction. Uh, essentially, there's the, the number one question in affiliate marketing is, is this affiliate partner driving incremental value to my program? Did somebody you know, get to a certain stage of the checkout process, see that there's a promo code option, open up a new tab, find a promo code, and then insert it in there, and thereby giving that coupon site credit when they didn't really do much to help okay. you know, with the final yeah. conversion? And so uh, Impact Radius uh, did a lot of innovation on um, you know, proving mainly that, that affiliate uh, and the partner management that was being run through the Impact Radius uh, technology was dri- indeed driving incremental you know, value to uh, the overall marketing effort. And okay. so within affiliate marketing, to the affiliate marketer typically that is looking at these reports and their main thing is looking at it at a high level like is is the affiliate channel incremental to display and search and whatnot and those were the the features that we built out within the impact radius but they realized pair and team realized that uh attribution is actually a much bigger opportunity than than affiliate uh and, and this is where i think we started to develop this vision around becoming a a, a more diversified cross-channel marketing platform essentially right. That led to the acquisition of Clear Sailing from eBay, and uh, you know that's essentially a, a product that is um, you know one of the leading companies in, in attribution, uh, not just in affiliate but across mm-hmm. all marketing channels. They've got a number of brands that are using uh, that Clear Sailing product from eBay to uh, aggregate and track uh, data from all their channels. It's display, it's it's search, it's affiliate, it's um, and, and soon it's going to be you know the TV ads that they're running. Trying to bring that all into a system of record around understanding, um, you know, from my uh, marketing spend, am I driving sales, revenue, return on ad spend, essentially. Uh, our vision for that ultimately is getting to a point where we can, you know, predict or help you plan your media spend. If you've got an extra 100000 to spend, you know, what channel, what publisher, what ad format, ideally at the user level, what should you, you be bidding? Uh, the other thing that was, that was being developed with an impact race, again, specific to affiliate marketing, was how we uh, manage risk or fraud. Yeah. And, you know, there are unique uh, things that happen with an affiliate where, you know, there's cookie stuffing, you know, to get, get to, you know, last click credit and things like that. And so impact race had done a great job in solving for that specific to the affiliate channel. But again, through that experience, realized how big of a problem and an opportunity that is across other channels. That led to the acquisition of Forensic, which we'll talk more about in a second. Um, but Forensic, interestingly enough, the business started in um, you know, risk management services with an affiliate, I'd say, uh, a few years in. So this was uh, what year? Uh, 2010. 2010, the business got started. So I'd say within two, three years, um, it started to pick up in building these services in other channels like display, for example. I think it kind of started with viewability. The market did, I'd say, 2015, 2016, the market really started to shift harder towards fraud, right? Because, you know, uh, you, you, know you, can, uh, you can kind of spoof the, the viewability of an ad, but if you weren't kind of controlling for monitoring uh, when fraud was happening first, um, you know, viewability almost doesn't even matter. Yeah. And so, you know, 
fraud is, is a big problem on, on the internet. It's, you know, my guess is, you know, anywhere from, you know, 20, 30% uh, waste. Uh, and so it's gotten more complex. Uh, there's a number of bots that are being rented out. You know, there's a lot of uh, attention called to uh, the meth bot recently, but, you know, there's anything can be a bot. You know, there's, um, you know, browsing behavior, there's, you know, velocity behavior, you know, how many times a page is being requested. And yes. It's becoming a, a bigger need in the market that any ad that you're running on the internet, especially a display ad or a video ad, and that's specific to RTB, um, it's very important that uh, you are managing that risk and ensuring that uh, essentially you are you know, getting the quality that, uh, that you think you're buying. Yeah. This is a particular problem, isn't it, in the programmatic age? Because so many ads are being served at such a huge speed and mm -hmm. on such a scale that brands and agencies really don't necessarily have their fingers on yeah. where that message is showing up, mm -hmm. the context it's showing up in, whether it's visible, mm -hmm. you know, who's looking at it. It seems to me to be a very broad problem, which ironically is being created by improvements in technology. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, we, we employ hackers here. We're trying to detect, uh, you know, the latest and greatest out there and, uh, you know, bring that service to uh, our, our clients, the advertisers that are buying ads. I think it's, a, it's an important part of the, uh, the marketing mix now. And essentially, to that end, I mean, that's what Impact Radius as a company has been putting together. We got our start in the next generation uh, platform around partner management, uh, which has evolved. So, you know, it used to be about affiliate networks, and now it's about partner management. And the, the definition of partner management, how that has evolved specifically is, again, that one-to-one -one relationship with, with a technology-driven solution to better optimize and manage those programs, but the definition of partner has evolved, right? right. Now, like with your blog, um, you know, I was talking to someone yesterday, you know, Kate Moss, for example, is a, is a big social media influencer. Mm -hmm. She's generating a lot of traffic for brands, not under an affiliate program, right? right. It's just she's generating content, she's taking pictures, she's making recommendations, and we're starting to see clients use that Impact Radius Partner Manager product to to kind of track that and manage that. And, you know, they have the option to compensate, you know, the, those social media influencers yes. through that, that that type of partner management. So so that's one piece of, of the mix. We've got the discovery piece through the acquisition of 5IQ. So how do you find new partners, yes. right? And that, that piece of the mix is going to continue to evolve in, into this marketplace or discovery component of the platform. You've got the forensic piece, which is, um, you know, offering the, the risk management uh, services and, and detecting fraud, and that's going to continue to evolve. Uh, all elements of risk management and security and, and viewability, audience verification at some point. And then that uh, other piece about being that marketing system of record around data, so yeah. capturing all uh, you know, paid uh, marketing data and, and trying to make sense of it and, and helping our clients determine whether or not your marketing spend is driving incremental value to, to sales. So our vision is that these types of components come together into a natively integrated marketing platform, essentially. Um, and we're working on, uh, we've, we have a lot of that integration already complete, and that's going to kind of continue over the next couple of years, I would imagine. We're going to add additional components, you know, potentially around data management and some other things. Yes. Um, but we think there's a real need in the market for a CMO, for other leaders within a marketing organization to rely on uh, a marketing platform of record uh, like this to, uh, to to manage their 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 marketing investments. We always run out of time so quickly on this, and uh, there's so many things I could ask you about. But I tell you what fascinates me in summary 
is the way spaces are coming together, driven by technology. Mm-hmm. And you talked about a marketing suite, you talked about an offering for CMOs. Mm-hmm. We've also spoken a lot about advertising. Is there really a distinction between marketing tech and ad tech anymore? Where do you see Impact Radius sitting in those terms? Yeah, I, I think most people, I do at least, and I think most people um, who've been in this space for a long time think of marketing as a, as a pretty broad umbrella. Mm-hmm. You know, advertising is a is, you know, one component of a marketing. Uh, when I think of marketing, you know, I just I you know immediately look to the Adobe Cloud or the Oracle yeah. Cloud. Those are some large. Um, businesses that have been integrating components such as email and data management, analytics. Um, you know, ultimately, we are rising to that level. Um, and, and so, when I think of marketing, it is a pretty broad view on things. Right? Yes, it's it's a it's a complex media mix model, uh, advertising that that paid you know more top of the funnel you know sort of uh, influence. You know, could include TV dollars and, and other display dollars, other video dollars. Typically, is what I think of what. With, with advertising, but um, you know there's you know many components to to, to marketing and, and advertising is one of them. So impact radius certainly isn't restricting itself just the advertising. That's right. World. Yeah, we we consider ourselves a martech platform, okay. you know, technology a SaaS driven martech platform that uh, is um, uh, aspiring to be that that marketing platform of, of record for uh, for major brands. Okay, watch, watch this space, David. Yeah. Thank you very much Thank for joining us. I appreciate it. And thanks everyone for listening. And look out for the next one-on-one podcast.